Hello everyone, I'm Richard Roberts and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. Glad you could join me today. Uh, very a special subject today concerning components. When you buy a game for one of your children or grandchildren, it comes with components usually that you have to put together. Uh, when you, uh, by the way, someone has had a cataract in your right eye and you're being healed right now, that's you, contact me at the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777. Cataract in the right eye, being healed in Jesus' name. That's a word of knowledge, thank God. Uh, there are components that come with the game. Uh, you have to tear things out, break things off the plastic. When you buy a new television, there are components. Uh, some boxes say, some assembly acquired. Now to me, that's a frightening word because Lindsay puts things together in our family. I don't. She always sends me to the kitchen to cook. She said, I'm much better at some assembly required than you are. And she says, and you are a better cook than I am. <laughs> but in most things you buy uh, that come in a box, there is some assembly required. There's some components that have to be put together. Well, in life, there are other components in order to come to a conclusion. For example, in um, in sowing and reaping, there are three major components. And in healing, which of course I talk about all the time being called into the healing ministry, there are two major components. And I'd like to talk with you about that today. And that's something very special to offer you at the end of this podcast. So stay with me all the way through. Uh, whether you're listening to the podcast or you're watching on our YouTube channel. Um, <clears throat> concerning sowing and reaping, there are three major components. and it's not rocket science, it's very simple. And yet so many people glance over it and miss it. The first component is God is your source. Listen to that, God is your source. Biden is not your source. Trump was not your source. Pelosi is not your source. Schumer is not your source. Your governor, your mayor, uh, your government, <laughs> the house, the Senate, they're not your source. The Supreme Court, they're not your source. They're instruments. God is your source. God who created everything you can see from what you can see. He is your source. Your bank and your bank account are not your source. You have a bank account, but it's not your source. It's an instrument. Your family, as much as you love them, they're not your source. God is your source. Your emotions, the way you feel, you are not your own source. Everything has a source and God is the source. So therefore, we look to Him and we look to Him first. The second principle is you must sow. Now, growing up on a farm, I learned that at an early age. On the farm where I grew up, we had horses and we had cattle and we had uh, crops. And I got involved in that at a very early age. I remember when my mother took me out into the backyard and said, we're going to plant a garden. And uh, she gave me the seed and we dug little trenches and she saw that I really didn't understand what I was doing. And so she reached into her apron and pulled out a package of tomato seeds. And on the picture, on the front of the, of the package, there was a picture of red, juicy tomatoes. Okay. And I got a glimpse of that. And I saw a glimpse of the harvest. I said to her, is that what it's going to look like? She said, not today, not tomorrow, not next week, but the time will come. And she said, son, in order to get tomatoes, we have to plant tomato seed. Well, that concept began to get into my mind. And when I saw the picture of those tomatoes, I saw what was coming. And that's the third component, expect a harvest or expect a miracle. When you plant, when you sow, no matter what it is, your love, your time, your money, your prayers, a smile, a pat on the back, whatever it is, 
That's a seed. And you have a Bible right to expect a harvest or a miracle to come back to you as a result of your sowing. Now, in my case, I was just a little thing, you know, this about this high. Um, I was out there every day checking on those tomato plants and I watched them as they came out of the ground, the vines, and we had to put some chicken wire up in order to, uh, so the vines had something to go around. And then pretty soon the little buds came out and uh, they, they, they began to turn green and then they began to turn yellow. And as they got bigger and bigger, they began to turn red. And I was out there every day checking on it because I was expecting tomatoes. I love tomatoes. I've always loved tomatoes. <laughs> I, I eat a tomato like an apple. I, I love tomatoes. And uh, so I was there every day checking. And the day came when my mother said, it's harvest time. It's time for our miracle tomatoes. And we went out there and we gathered in armloads of tomatoes from the little seeds that we planted. Well, that's a picture of us today. When we sow our seed, we have a Bible right to expect a harvest. God is your source. Sow and sow your best unto God. Don't give him your worst. Don't give him something that means nothing to you. Sow your best to him and then expect him to multiply it back to you. So plant your, uh, God is your source, plant your seed, and third, expect a harvest. Now those are the three major components of sowing and reaping. It's not unlike that in healing. There are two major components to healing. Now you hear me talking about healing all the time. Just a few minutes ago, I gave a word of knowledge about someone who was being healed of a cataract. I believe it was in the right eye. And that person, whoever it is, uh, is being healed and will be contacting us. Whoever you are, contact us. You can go online or uh, richardroberts.org slash prayer, or you can call the prayer group at 918-495-7777 and let me know what just happened. That's, that's an act of the word of knowledge, which is one of the nine gifts of the Spirit that the Apostle Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. All right, I grew up in the healing ministry. I know that God still heals today. The word says in Genesis 15, 26, I believe it is, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Thank God for doctors. Thank God for climate. Thank God for exercise. Thank God for good health habits, good eating habits. Uh, but the healing comes uh, from a source, and the source is God. God is the healer. We thank the doctor. We thank the one who gives us the diet and helps us exercise and so on and so forth, but we give the glory of the healing to God. Okay? The doctors are doing God's work in the fact they're trying to get you well. <laughs> so praise God for that. All right, so you have, you have healing, which was provided at the cross, when Jesus not only took, the, took uh, on our sin and shame and was crucified, but when he took 39 stripes on his back, a stripe for every disease ever known, or group of diseases, I should say, known to mankind. All right, what are the two components, Richard, for healing? The first component is the name of Jesus. Well, why the name of Jesus? It says in Philippians that God has given him a name which is above every name named in heaven and earth. And at that name, every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What does that mean? It means that there is no name in heaven and earth that is higher or greater than the name of Jesus. Jesus' name is higher than cancer. His name is higher than cataracts. His name is higher than loss of hearing. His name is higher than heart problems. His name is higher than blood pressure and blood sugar problems. His name is higher than arthritis. His name is higher than any name named in heaven and earth. His name is higher than depression, discouragement, fear, worry, anxiety. His name is higher. His name is higher uh, than financial problems. His name is higher than no matter what problem you face, his name is higher. So on the last night of his earthly life, he gathered his disciples together 
And he said to them, before now, or up until now, you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive so that your joy may be full. Up to that point in their ministry and in their lives, they had, they had seen him ask of the Father. They'd him cry out to the Father, heard him, but they had not done it themselves. And on that night, Jesus transferred the power of attorney to his disciples. And today we are his modern day disciples. And when Peter and John, just not too long after, went to church, to the synagogue, and they saw that man that had been carried there, you can read about it in the book of Acts, the man had been carried there since he was a child. He was crippled, unable to walk. What did Peter do? He put out his hand and said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And healing came into the man's feet and legs. And he got up and, <laughs> and danced before the Lord and went into the temple with them. Okay. So we understand that Jesus' name is higher. But there's another component that's just as important. And that is having faith in that name. In other words, attaching your faith, attaching what you believe to what you know to be true. For Jesus' name to be higher is one thing for you to say, I receive that. It's like it's one thing to have your lunch on the table. It's another thing to have your lunch in your stomach. <laughs> you can sit there all day looking at your lunch on the plate and say, wow, that looks so good. But you're not going to taste a bite until you pick up your fork or your spoon. Okay? So not only is Jesus' name higher than any sickness, any disease, any fear, any doubt, anything that's come against you. Not only that, but also you have a right to use that name. You have a right to pray in the name of Jesus. And that's what I do every day of my life. And that's why I pray for so many people. Wherever I go, uh, many people are being healed. Not because of me, but because of me speaking in the authority of the name of Jesus and commanding sickness and disease to come out. I have that right because I'm a disciple. Now, I'm not one of the 12, obviously. I'm one of the millions. And so are you if you are born again. So components in two areas. Number one, components of, so components of sowing and reaping. God is your source. Plant your seed. Expect a miracle. And the components of healing, the name of Jesus which is higher than any name named, and faith in that name. Now, in a minute, I'm going to pray. And when I do, I want you to take the faith that you were born with and let it go to God. You mean, Richard, I have faith? Yes, the Bible says God has given to every person who has ever been born and who's alive today, He has given you faith. You don't have to go get faith. You've got it. You've got to use your faith now. So when I pray, what you need to do is say, Father, I set my faith in an agreement with Richard's prayer and I release my faith and I believe for your healing touch. In Jesus' name, I set my faith with you right now. I come against any and every satanic attack that has tried to come against you. I bind it in the name of Jesus and I pray for your healing right now in every area of your life, in your body, I rebuke sickness and disease. I rebuke fear. I rebuke doubt. I rebuke depression, worry, anxiety. In any anxious moment, I bind that in the name of Jesus. I pray over your marriage. I pray over your business. I pray over your ministry. I pray over your family. I pray over every area of your life, from your head to your feet. I believe God. Now, let your faith go and believe with me for a miracle. I pray this not in my name, but I pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Components are very important. Remember the three, the three key components, uh, components, I should say, to uh, 
the seed faith life or, or sowing and reaping. Number one, God is your source. Number two, plant your seed. Number three, expect a harvest or a miracle. And the components to healing, the name of Jesus, which is higher than any name named, and faith in that name. Now to help you this week, I was praying earlier today and I have something very special that I wanna do. It's a, it's a seed of my faith. Not only do I want this message to get in your heart, but I wanna sow a seed into your life. I want you to know that I care about you and what you're going through and I wanna help you. So I have something very special to offer you free of charge. I want to sow this into your life. I'm facing a, spe a specific need here in our ministry, so I'm sowing out of my need. I'm doing exactly what I just taught you. I'm practicing what I preach. I have two things that I want to offer you, which will be available for the next seven days only. For the next week, what I'm offering you is available. It's free. And here, here there are two books. Number one, concerning sowing and reaping, my book, Thrive, Eliminating Lack. You know, in this time we're going through, with the economy the way it is, the highest inflation rate we've seen in <laughs> over 40 years, with the gasoline prices, with the supply chain problems, with all the hubbub going on in Washington and the, and the problems we're facing at the border and all over the world, with all those things that are going on. If ever you needed to thrive, it's now. And 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper. And another word for prosper is thrive. I wish above all things for you to thrive and be in health, even as your soul prospers. God wants you well in every area of your life. This is my book called Thrive, Eliminating Lack from Your Life. Now, it's part of two books. The second book is on healing, and that is, He's a Healing Jesus. You thrive, eliminating lack from your life, and He's a Healing Jesus. Now, you see this picture? Uh, or you, if you're just listening, uh, there's a picture on the cover of a little girl I'm holding in my arms. This was in Ibadan, Nigeria. A little girl was healed of, uh, of deafness, and they brought her up on stage to testify that she was healed, and I took her in my arms and held her. A little Muslim girl. She was healed by the power of God. And uh, my, my wife said to me, Honey, this is the, the cover picture for your next book. And that's what they did, holding her in my arms after she testified and displayed to the whole crowd, some 60,000 people that she could now hear when she was deaf before. Now, today is September 27, 2022. So for the next seven days, this offer is yours. It's free. I want to sow it into your life. Go to richardroberts.org slash bookstore. Order your two books today. God bless you. I'll see you next time right here from the Expect a Miracle podcast.